Welcome to One Star, the podcast about Google reviews. In this podcast, Nolan Cooney and myself, Jack Gell, will be discussing several different Google reviews and other things that we find meaningful and entertaining on the internet. One Star would like to take this time to thank our sponsors, Raytheon, Monsanto, Halliburton, and Lockheed Martin. invited me to like today, so I assume it's something that he either came up with or is trying to promote because one of his friends did. Anyway, it's called All One Word Track On Your Back, and then the little uh, emblem says Track On Your Back Established 2018, so it's a brand new company. New. We're on the cutting edge of companies here. Um, so how about how about you take a, sl- a smack at what this might be, what this product is, just based on this picture? Yeah, that we're- just based on the picture, I see someone who looks like an adult. Uh, she's lying face down on the floor. She's got, like, her hands over her face. And then on her back, it's like a white shirt with, like, a, a car, like a racetrack. Or like a road going around. So I guess that would be the titular track on your back. Um, there's some children in the photo as well. Yeah, and they're they have something in their hand that they appear to be moving along the track. We'll get to what that is in just a little bit. But um, yeah, I, I was kind of looking at this. I'm like, this is insane. Um, essentially, it's a shirt with like one of those track mats, like like the carpets that you would have as a kid that yeah. you pretend was like a big city or whatever. Kind of just like on the back. Um, also, you kept calling the person laying on the ground. She, it is a man. Um, oh, my mistake. Yeah, and there are these two children that are playing. They're like you know rubbing stuff all over his back. Not sexual at all. Yeah, is this supposed to be like a massage for the person getting tracked on? You know, so that's kind of what I was thinking because I looked at this for like forty-five minutes today, trying to imagine like why somebody would have ever thought. Because this otherwise, like, what's the function of the human being on the yeah, ground? I'm like, just I'm like, why wouldn't you just buy like the the carpet thing. I know they still make them. Yeah, you just want it to like have this weird, like fleshy, like it's a little squishy when you move around. I, honestly, I do. It's up someone's back. It's like the least fleshy part of your body, True, unless yeah. you're like a giant, like a big, big man. And I'm like, my back's still pretty sturdy, and I I got hella fat on it. So they could have at least put it on the stomach or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be the something that makes you know you get the terrain. You, you get know? the peaks and valleys. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, uh, basically, that's stupid, and I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen, but then I kind of looked through it a little bit more, and then they were advertising <laughs> this, which is a, this is a picture of the vehicle. It was, a, it's a basically a triangular piece of wood with a hole cut out in the top part of the, like, angle with, like, six balls that are supposed to be wheels, and the uh, post that it had says, check out this vehicle that comes <laughs> with the shirt. More than one child? You can purchase additional vehicles with a couple of like smiley face emojis. And um, there's a comment from, <laughs> from Sarah who says, so cute. Yeah. She's just saying about the car. She's yeah. saying the car is cute. Yeah, she thinks the car is cute. Or the vehicle, rather. It's a vehicle. 
Okay, it's yeah, a, it's, so a, the, it's a six wheeler. So I think. the guy who did like like uh, invited me to like it did like this photo, which also kind of pushes me towards the idea that he might be one of the people behind this uh, idea. So if uh, you're listening, um, good luck to you. I think it's kind of a stupid thing. Uh, you know, maybe maybe just make mats. Yeah, a couple more things I like about this page is their one of their cover photos originally was just a like an MS Paint drawing of a bird. <laughs> no relation to the product. It's just a red bird. <laughs> and then the other thing I like is that the category of the page is idea extraordinaire. Really? You scroll up a little bit. It's right underneath that picture of the guy. It just says idea extraordinaire. <laughs> which is which is a that should be that's like the the guy's job i guess but it's also just the page oh oh my gosh well okay so you know that's that's track on your back it's like one of the shark tank things i think is what he's trying to go for. i mean that's kind of what i'm thinking the end end idea is going to be is he's going to go talk to mark cuban and dj success formula on yeah. uh, shark tank the two guys so like I said, that's track on your back. Dumb idea. Look it up. All one word. Yeah, all one word. It's on Facebook. So if there's uh, nothing else that you want to talk about, Nolan, we can go ahead and jump right on into these reviews. I want to talk talk about jumping into the reviews. Okay. Well, here's how it's going to work. I got some different archetypes of reviews that I want to talk about. Uh, some are just you know people with funny review accounts. Uh, others are just places that have even better reviews. And then sometimes it's places that respond to the reviews even longer than the review itself. So you're saying sometimes it's a little bit of a back and forth. It's kind of like a he said, she said, except it's more of he said it than the like a whole business said it. Yeah, but you know, it's it's more it's more like the owner sometimes also because they have like specific gripes with specific customers. So you're saying too. like somebody comments on McDonald's and then like the CEO of McDonald's comes comes through and is like sometimes so yeah. that could that could theoretically happen but like it's not so much a back and forth in that it's more just like a back and one fourth because like you can't like the only person that can respond to the review is the owner and they can only do it once publicly like you're supposed to use it as like email correspondence because Google reviews like you can just click on their thing and send them an email yeah, so it's not like Facebook where you get the back and forth. This is the owner gets the last word. Yeah, and there's always the establishment. There's only a maximum of two uh, uh, things that you have to read. One is the original review, and the other is the response to the review from the uh, the place. You know, and both are going to be you know highly intelligent, highly educated opinions. Usually they are, especially the first one. So. Yeah, let's take a look. Uh, so this other guy, I'm trying to see which one is the. Uh, podcast homie of the week homie uh, of the week yeah it's either reverse Trianon or this guy whose name is mad max so my first mad I, max has 959 reviews <laughs> yeah and they're if you're looking at the map here they're all over the nation yeah well they're mostly in maryland um missouri and iowa nebraska and then it's just There's places on the way in ohio as well yeah but i think it's just because he goes on the way because they're mostly like like Flying Jays and Best Westerns and stuff. Oh, yeah, those are good ones to review. But what caught my eye about about Mad Max, other than having a name strikingly similar to the movie Mad Max, yeah, uh, was his review on the vape store in Omaha, Nebraska, called Aloma. Uh, he said something to the extent of uh, the people here were dumb as rocks and then just ended it with Trump 2020. Uh, 
Because Trump is going to fix the vape store. Well, I that's kind of what I thought, but then I decided to go through his reviews. Now, as you noted, there are 959. Yeah, we can't get to them all so, today. Yeah. Look it up yourself, folks. Yeah, I wasn't Just type in Mad Max on Google. <laughs> yeah. uh, you'll, find, you'll find this guy specifically and not anything else. Yeah. Um, so, as I was kind of going through, I noticed that he reviewed another... Omaha vape store called Chaos Corner Vapor with one star, and it says terrible. Trump 2020. It's got a thumbs up from what I assume is probably his own account, but I can't right, check. Right, yeah. Uh, another thing about Mad Max is that he has several, probably 30 or 40 reviews of Walmarts, right. and every single one is bad. Uh, because he quote do, just doesn't like Walmart. He's not a, he's not a Walmart guy. So it's like, why do you go in and then feel the need to review every Walmart when I know that you know that it's bad? And he probably hasn't even been to them all. He reviewed this one that's in Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> yeah, which I honestly don't believe that he's been to because it's the only place in Alaska that he reviewed, and it was in between a play a uh, time that he reviewed a. Uh, a place in LeClaire, Iowa, and then in between that Omaha, Nebraska one. And if I know Mad Max like I think I know him from looking at his page, if he went to Alaska, he'd be dropping a lot of reviews up there. I would assume at least four. Yeah. Because uh, most of the ones in Maryland seem to stem from, like, one trip out there that he took. Right. So... Um, He's kind of a travel junkie. I'll give him that. Yeah, he likes going to Baltimore and complaining about the liberals. Yeah. Uh, travel junkie, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this review for the Walmart Supercenter in Anchorage, Alaska, says, uh, one star, as every Walmart, I hate. And then Trump 2020, again. which is, ne- um, Neither of those were complete sentences. Yeah, also, I might want to remind him that Alaska's a red state. I, I, know, I don't know why he puts the Trump 2020. It's like, I thought it was a signature, but there are plenty of them where he doesn't put the Trump 2020 in it, and it's not consistent. Like, someone, he'll go, like, three or four without putting Trump 2020 in there. Yeah. I but, wonder if some he, like, does from his phone, like, be like, he texts them in. Can you do that on mm-hmm. Google? I mean, you do, but your signature doesn't get added, because you're, like, it's off, like, an app, or at least that's what it is on oh, my yeah. phone. Maybe, yeah. I guess he just, like, he's got that on the brain most of the time. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. It's baffling. I mean, what you got to say, Mad Max, he, he likes leaving reviews, he's a travel junkie, and he's a political activist. <laughs> I would agree with you. Um, so he's got he's got a one-star review for Gorilla Car Wash in Omaha, and it says, no thank you, but thank you is uh, shortened to T-Y. Uh, and it said, uh, Trump 2020 after that. Yeah. We, we got a five-star review with a no, I guess it's more of a five-star rating than a review because there's no description for Memorial Park. He likes that one. He really likes the park. He also really likes Little Caesar's Pizza. Yeah, he can't, he can't freaking believe this. Six bucks for a pizza? Get in my belly. Trump 2020. Five stars. Five stars. Little Caesar's Pizza on 8411 West Center Road in Omaha, Nebraska. See, at first I thought he was saying Trump 2020 because he thought Trump was going to fix all these that's bad what I, yeah. businesses in 2020, but he also puts it on the positive reviews. Yeah, it's, it's, that's why I think it's just so baffling. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, so we go down here. We're going to skip down here to Parkway Lockwood in uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, he gave it a five-star review. He said, easy place to park. And then Trump 2020 with a few exclamation points after that. Right. Uh, so we'll go down to this next Walmart review. This one's in Salisbury, Maryland. Um, and it just says, Walmart sucks. Trump 2020. Uh, National Aquarium <laughs> in Baltimore. It says, my kids loved it. Lots of liberals, though. Trump 2020. <laughs> so that's a mixed review. But he did give it five he did stars. Give, he gave it the best rating that you can give it. But so I'm, Yeah, I think it's just more of a heads up. He just wants you to know there are a lot of liberals there. Yeah, he's like, give uh, give it a give it a look. If now, you're... the fact that he 
comments on how many liberals there are at the aquarium of all places makes me think that maybe this guy is as outspoken in real life about Trump as he is online. Yeah. He may have been going around telling all the employees and all the fish that he that Trump is the man for 2020 and they may have, he may have encountered some pushback. So that's that's where I'm thinking that his Trump 2020 signature kind of stems from. I almost wonder if he goes into these places talking about Donald Trump and how he loves him so much. And he, he, 2020. And how he's going to, yeah, vote for him again in 2020 when he runs for re-election. Um, and then, like, maybe a cashier says, yeah, I think so, too. Or, like, no, actually, I don't think so. And then that's what kind of dictates how many stars he gives it. Right. So if we scroll down here to the Walmart in uh, Berlin, Maryland, he said, I hate all Walmarts. Trump 2020 gave it one star, which kind of was my point. Like, clearly he doesn't like Walmart. Why does he keep reviewing them? Why yeah. does he keep going? Well, yeah, that one was in, in Maryland during his 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 Maryland uh, expedition. You he probably actually went to that. It's Walmart. the it's the second Walmart he rated in Maryland too. This was in yeah. Salisbury, Maryland, that he said Walmart sucks and gave him one star. Why does he hate Walmart so That's, much? <laughs> it seems like he would like it. I, mean, I think Walmart sells like Trump apparel. I've yeah, there. I mean, as far as places that Trump guys like like to shop, I feel like it's like Walmart and like maybe Kmart if they can find them. Yeah, maybe like a Bass Pro Shops. Yeah, but that doesn't really sell groceries. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know what? If Bass Pro Shops started selling groceries, we would know where all the Trump supporters That's are. That's true. It'd be over for everyone else. You could just poison that food and our problem would be done, dude. Yeah, yeah. The Orange Menace would be out of the White House. Anyway, so he gave Food Lion a three-star review. He said, not bad, kind of high price, though, Trump 2020. I feel like that's the first one that he's really justified his negative review, like, with some some real evidence. Yeah, but it's still, like, his review three stars, like, kind of, like, middle of the road. True. It doesn't, yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, he's just... Mad Max has just some great things. He actually is a... Dave and Buster's reviewer, which we were talking off mic a little bit about the uh, Dave and Buster's review. He gave this one one star. He said, 30 minutes, we sat there and didn't even get a drink. Food was horrible. Trump 2020. So, TBH, that sounds pretty bad. I mean, my, my thing about this, if he got food, how did he not get a drink? Because, like, my thing is with with these reviews, you have to take them in, like, with a grain of salt. Because, yeah. like, oh, people yeah. are going there because they feel slighted, so they're, like, trying to, like, make it seem like they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, well, he said didn't even get a drink, which makes it sound like the least they could do is give him a drink. Yeah. So that implies that he didn't get food either, but then he says food was horrible. So, yeah, the first part of the the, the, the review seems like a pretty common one for sit-down restaurants. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, we sat there for 15, 15 minutes and nobody even came up to us. Yeah, classic so pitfall. If you're running a restaurant, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. They will go to Google. Yeah. It's like, we had to get up and go. We didn't even order anything. Yeah. And it's like... He sat there for much longer than 30 minutes because he at least got food, and presumably he also ate the food, so, you know, I don't know, it's just, it. this one puzzled me when I was looking at it, uh, so, I mean, I guess at least he got some food, he thought it was bad, though, so, I mean, I guess a lot of, what do you, the fuck else do you expect from Dave and Buster's? Right. Uh, so we get one down here. It's a, a place called Save a Lot in Boney Terre. I don't know how to fucking pronounce that city name. Uh, Missouri. Uh, anything is better than going to Hellmart. Uh, Trump twenty twenty. I think that's a reference to Walmart. Yeah. 
Uh, this one's really good too. It's a four star review for rallies, and it says, uh, "Just another rally's good and overpriced." <laughs> Trump twenty twenty. So he's like, "Yeah, I don't care that it's overpriced." Four stars. Yeah, but it's a rallies. You know, <laughs> he seems to have a lot of brand loyalty or disloyalty, like one way or the other. Like he seems to get there's some brands he likes to really go behind, and there's other brands that he hates. Yeah. So. Clearly, rallies is one that he's, you know, he loves. He's pretty positive on rallies. Which he can only get on the East Coast. Right. I don't even know what that is. It's Wait, no, that's just Missouri, not Maryland. Oh, really? Yeah. No, sometimes the O's and D. I have this stigmatism. Okay, so never mind. I guess you can get it in the Midwest. Doesn't help that you're using the Jokerman font. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, it sucks that I have... Web dings. Yeah, the, like all of these reviews that I copy and pasted from Google into, Google into uh, Microsoft Word, converted them into Jokerman, and then put the font size up to 72, so I, it's like one word per page. It's making it a challenge, but, you know, we fight through it to deliver, deliver this information to you. <laughs> yeah, this is the important stuff. This is the stuff the news isn't telling me about. Exactly. Um, so... There's just a couple more reviews I want to get to on uh, Mad Max. Can we, we talk can, about that White Castle review? That's one that I was going to get, get it to. <laughs> Give me your perspective on this one. So the, it's a White Castle review in Farmington, Missouri. He gave it four stars. He said, absolutely love to see my old lady's face an hour, <laughs> an hour after I have White Castles. Priceless, Trump 2020. <laughs> so... An hour after he, <laughs> after he has White Castles. So I think I think he's referring to the fact that a classic White Castle burger. Here's here's what's on a White Castle burger. Oh, yeah. In case you weren't aware, it's a it's a slider first of all, so they're small. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But they're literally just a thin strip of beef. You get some uh, American cheese on top of that, and beneath the beef are diced onions. You can make one of these at home, folks. You can. You can also buy them at the store. You can buy them in, at the frozen aisle, and they're called White Castle sliders, and they're not great. But uh, yeah, so I think he's referring to the fact that onions. Make your breath smell bad. Now, generally, an hour after I eat, my breath stops smelling bad from the food I had an hour prior. Yeah. So I'm not sure what he's getting at about that, but I think he's, like, talking about how he likes to torment his wife, probably because he, like, hates her. Or maybe he means for an hour after having them, like, the 60 minutes following. That would make more sense, but he did say after. Yeah. This guy's definitely committed to proper grammar and being very precise with his reviews, so... Yeah, at the very end of it, he did write Trump 2020 again, yeah. so we can put that... So we got another... Mark it down. <laughs> this one's in one of our favorite places, uh, Glen Burnie, Maryland. One it's thing that's... Costco. We, we got to this... This point, it's we're at 11 months ago, so that'd be what? Beginning of the year, January or something. Yeah. And he's really bouncing back and forth now between Missouri and Maryland. <laughs> it definitely seems weird. It makes me wonder if he's misreading these somehow, but... I really don't know how that would happen. I mean, I th- I don't think that Maryland and Missouri are anywhere close to each other if you're selecting them from a drop-down. Right. One is M-O and the other is M-D, which there are a few letters in between that I can think of. Yeah, but he's also like, he gets the exact address and everything, so I wonder... Maybe I don't know. Is he? Or he's doing some of these reviews at a later date. He's coming back to him. He keeps like a log. You know that could be it. Because our friend John, he uh, he has an Android and he likes to get paid by Google. Because if you review when they ask you, they give you some money. So um, there could be a financial incentive. Yeah. So like he just entered a bunch of uh, reviews of places that he went to recently. So he's getting paid to put Trump twenty twenty on his Google reviews. That's, could, could that be a campaign finance violation? You know what? 
I'm submitting this to Robert Mueller. Yeah, I think this this might be the the key in the hatchet that brings down the whole ship. Robert Mueller, if you're listening, we got him. Absolutely, we got him. I know if Robert is listening. Yeah, I, so, I sent, sent this sent, sending this podcast to his email, not particularly for that bit, but just because I know he's a fan of this type of podcast. Oh yeah, he's a fan of our podcast. This is episode one, but he did I did put give him some preliminary recordings. Yeah, I just like called him and said, "Hey, what do you think of the sound of this podcast? It's about Google reviews." And he said, "I got to hear that shit right." now. Robert Mueller said the FBI is behind you. Yeah, this is actually being live streamed into, this is being wiretapped right now. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Robert Mueller is just like in my bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had some bad uh, chili last night and now he's kind of sitting on the pot. One thing people don't know, he's a big chili, he's a big chili head. Yeah, and you know the best place to get chili is? Chili's. <laughs> yeah, that the chili's in Lincoln, Nebraska, yep. where they serve the best chili. That's um, just down the street from here. It is. Not that I want to dox your location or anything, but you do live next to a chili's. Yeah, one of the many chili's in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Don't please don't look at the maps. Yeah. Uh, so next up, okay. So I guess Mad Max, like I said, don't really want to belabor him any more than I did, but. This man is going insane. I mean, not insane, but like going going freaking wild. He's going on beast Google mode. Reviews. But he's of, going epic mode. One of my questions. So he's 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 on his way to. Uh, well, actually, he stopped reviewing six months ago. He did stop. Maybe reviewing. he's taking a break. But he's so close to one thousand. You think he'd get back? Well, but, so I, I did kind of notice this is nine hundred fifty nine contributions. So there's a lot of different things that that could be. Oh. He does have one hundred seventy three reviews though. Well, okay, I don't know what a contribution is. Contributions. I'll click on this. I'll show you. So it's. All of this stuff. So it's reviews, ratings, photos, videos, answers. He's done a lot of answers. Which answers I c- I've tried to find before. I don't know what they fucking are. Well, I think that I've seen them before. It's like people ask a question that's not necessarily for the management. Like, oh, is this place open on Sundays? Because oh. they can't read a thing. But I don't know how you get a list of all of his answers. That might not be. They might not have the technology. Yeah, for that I wish yet. I could get that. But my only one question before we moved on from Mad Max: Has any of the owners replied to these reviews? Um, some have, but they're usually just the positive ones. Okay, um, yeah. I think most owners can uh, kind of snuff out like where. Uh, where a weirdo is, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm not going to respond." Yeah, they're that. smart because they they listen to podcasts like this one. Yeah, they're smart. They're also because they own a business, which means that they're smart. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so before we go on, uh, his most recent review is from six months ago, and it's from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. It's a Walmart Super Center, and it says. Any place is better than Walmart. Trump 2020, and then there's three flexing emoji, and then he wrote US, 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 and then three middle finger emojis. And that was his last review. It's also the only one that I've seen that has emojis in it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen plenty, but not from him. So yeah, my did he just discover emojis, and then he realized that world of emojis was more exciting than the world of Google, and he's off to plaster his emojis all over some other website. So that's what I'm really hoping. His wife's email or something. And I hope he comes back to Google. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate Mad Max, uh, which is why I think it's, I feel comfortable in naming Mad Max the podcast Homie of the Week. Homie of the Week for Mad Max. <laughs> and uh, Mad Max, if you're listening, we want you back, buddy. Okay, so kind of going off the tangent of unhinged people, this one is more on the side of the owner being kind of crazy and unhinged. Anyway, so this is a, a store in Lincoln, Nebraska called The Vacuum Company. All um, caps. It's a... Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's in all caps. Yeah. Uh, right now it's got a cumulative review of, or star rating of 4.1 on Google. Um, but so a notable number of one star ratings. Yep. Yeah, so I've already gone, gone ahead and sorted from lowest review rating and, uh, 
it seems like about nine months ago that the owners were having some kind of issue. And we'll get into this <laughs> okay. in just a little bit. So the first review that I'm going to read is this one from a man named Jimmy uh, who gave it a one star. And he said, I went there and the service and quality was awful. Overcharged me for service I never got. Never again, FYI. Which, don't really know what the FYI part is in reference to. But So the owner responded... Um, and uh, they said our one-star reviews were caused by this disturbed poster, Todd Comister, Comister, uh-huh. a failed business person who left Lincoln, Nebraska, in the middle of the night when his sewing vac shop got served eviction notices. The county sheriff is looking for him. We will and have continued to fix any machines that they sold. Thank you. The vacuum company vacuums bags, belt services, 39 years of quality, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau. So He's I, throwing some clout around there. Yeah. So I kind of figured that that was maybe like an isolated, like, okay, maybe this guy just like went on his reviews and kind of, you know, got a little mad that this guy one-starred him. Yeah. So we go to the next one. This one's by C. Madden. Yeah, this is C. Madden. Like the like the Madden. Yeah, games. it's Carl Madden. It's John Madden's brother. Yeah. Uh, this place is horrible. I went to get a used vacuum. After I purchased it, it did not not pick up anything. That's a problem. You want your your vacuums to pick things up, right? I mean, that's that's you do you want them to clean up the dirt, and to clean up the dirt, they have to pick it up. So yeah. Eight months ago, the owner responded, and they said, uh, in all caps for this first little sentence, Firstly, normally we do not sell used vacuum cleaners. After that, it's not all caps. You came into the store saying that you only needed to clean an entry rug. So he knows who he's talking to. Here. Yeah, that's kind of his thing. He like think, but The deal is he always thinks that he knows, but it's just like you... Don't I mean you can't know for sure like who these people yeah, are. Yeah, this guy's hiding behind C Madden. That could be anyone. Yeah, and did not spend did not want to spend more than ten or twenty dollars, which is really funny, honestly. In a vacuum store, I feel like that's pretty cheap. I, yeah, I mean, like my vacuum I got from Target, and I think it costed like eighty bucks. Yeah, maybe if you go to Goodwill or something, you could get a twenty dollar vacuum. Well, I, I saw one at Walmart like last week. It was like twenty five dollar, like a normal stand up thing, and it was like on clearance or something like that. But if you're going to the vacuum company, oh, that's where you get your premium. You want a premium vacuum? Yeah. So you know you're, you you got to know you go to a specialty store, you're going to get specialty store prices. You're yes. not going to get the Walmart twenty five dollar vacuum that you're looking for. Anyway, so going on, but at your pleading, we led we let you have a Dyson that was in good working order for thirty dollars. You agreed to it; uh, it would work just fine for what you did, and you took it. Uh, you brought it back full of dirt from the rugs at the auto store, asking to return it. Which I don't know what the auto store is that he's referring. But if to. it's full, yeah, I don't understand that. But if it's full of dirt, then it picked something up. Yeah, so that's. I think that was his point. Unless he just like opened the bag and like shoveled dirt into it. Yeah, use it as like a storage capsule. But that would make no sense. Yeah, so. Th- the, the owner kind of wraps up his little comment. He says, thank you for proving why we're rated number one on... Cu-. This is also in all caps. Rated number one on customer satisfaction and rated A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. Now, I don't, I'm not like a logic expert. I haven't like gotten a de- degree in math or anything, but I feel like the logic doesn't quite add up that he's... How does that prove why they were rated number one on customer satisfaction? Well, I mean, I think he or the whoever the owner is turned around... And uh, kind of proved that if this person is who they say that they are, um, that the 
customers were actually the ones that were acting uh, foolish, trying to get a, a a cheap vacuum for. Well, fair uh, enough, but he's he said they're number one on customer satisfaction, and clearly this customer is not satisfied. You know, that's a good point. I'll have to get back to you on that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Make a note of that one. Yeah, no, that. Yeah, I I don't understand why uh, they think that they just prove they that they actually. Using their own logic proved that uh, they're actually good. Which yeah, it was quite the turnaround, though. I guess it's kind of a that's kind of the you know when you're when you're in an argument, you do want to flip it and and don't dwell on the negatives. You want to flip it and turn it into a positive. Yeah, you're like actually, I'm good. Yeah, he. I mean, he did that. I was a little skeptical, but he did do it. Yeah, you can't. He said it. You can't argue with that. Now, this next review from Lisa seems more reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Uh, Lisa says that she gave also a one-star review, said stopped into the store to get bags for my Kirby, which I believe is a brand of vacuum. Right. And everybody seemed too busy to help. Didn't even get acknowledged. I like to buy from local businesses, but looks like I will head to Amazon disappointed. Now that seems like a more realistic complaint than it did not pick anything up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like like uh you know that she was you know going in to find something and then like the people were all bad. Yeah. So the, but here we go. the response was the co- a copy and pasted response that was the exact same as the first one. Our one-star reviews were caused by this disturbed poster. Todd Commissure, a failed business person who left Lincoln, Nebraska in the middle of the night. The county sheriff is looking for him. Still looking. Who is this guy? Why does... So... Is the owner implying that Todd Comister made multiple accounts? Yes, yes. So if you go through this, they kind of get to a point where they are, you kind of realize why that they're blaming... Because they just think that this guy is an out for him. But Lisa has eight reviews. So Lisa yeah. has been reviewing other businesses. So in situations like Jason Barton, where it has two reviews, or Tyler Massiclo or whatever, with uh, one review... Uh, it should be here's I, he, I could understand why he might think this is a fake one but uh, but he didn't call that one out as being fake no he said that you wanted us to fix a cheap disposable vacuum the parts are needed or needed or not available for disposable vacuum so this owner has one of two responses either the owner knows exactly who the customer is and knows that they're in the wrong or he knows that it's caused by a disturbed business or business person Todd Comister I like that he calls him a disturbed poster disturbed poster <laughs> Oh my so goodness. that's the, the ne- issue we run in with the next one called from Jason. Yeah, so Jason Barton says, uh, one-star review, Do, don't not recommend <laughs> to anyone, stay away. Corky is a gump, or grump, sorry, and will steal your money. Now, that's a triple negative. Don't not, not recommend, recommend to stay away. To anyone to stay away. So he's, he's saying you should recommend that they... That they stay away. Yeah, well, this sentence is a grammatical masterpiece. <laughs> what? Don't not recommend to anyone stay away. That's not this. This is a more of a thought than it is a. I don't know. I decided to put a yeah. period. At the but I guess end. it's a triple negative, so it reverts to being a single negative again. <laughs> I, I, so it is still negative. I, I, but the thing is, there's it's it's strange. What's stay away? What's the where? Where does he refer? Stay to? away. Song by Nirvana from their 1992 album. <laughs> What's the 1992 album called? Uh, it's the one with the baby's penis on the front. Oh, I don't uh, what it's called. that one's called uh, Dead. I don't. I was gonna call it a different album, and then I couldn't remember another album's name. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's even a real. I think it was just some kind of FBI thing. Anyway, uh, so um, they responded to this review with uh, basically the, the the bit about Todd Commissure, a failed business person who left Lincoln, Nebraska, in the middle of the night. 
Uh, so let's keep going down here. <laughs> so if we go down to our next review, it's a one-star review from a man named Jimmy. And uh, his review states, talk to the owner. He was rude and unprofessional. That's That's the extent of it. Their response to this one is, it's ironic. This post was traced to Todd Comister. So I'm like, I'm not sure. The accusations are evolving. <laughs> like, do they have tracing software? Like, I don't know how that they were able to connect this guy named Jimmy to a guy named Todd. Uh, it was traced. Also, I feel like it's not ironic. Yeah, that's also way. not ironic. That's I mean, just not irony. It's just that yeah. that's just a fact that, if that's true or not. That's just somebody lying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Pretty ironic you would leave a negative review since you don't like my business. <laughs> yeah. But then it's the same thing that they were talking about. Once they say Todd Cummister, they go into the whole spiel about how he's a failed business person who left Lincoln in the middle of the night and how the county sheriff is looking for him. Yeah, this is turning into a true crime podcast. <laughs> it is. This is this is the biggest true, prime, true crime pro- podcast from Nebraska. Uh, let's see. It's the biggest crime Nebraska's ever seen. <laughs> yeah, Todd Comister. <laughs> <laughs> Including the Charles Starkweather uh, murder yeah. spree. It's, big, it's bigger than that. Way bigger. Yeah. So here's um, a couple more reviews, and then I think we'll move on from the vacuum company. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a fascinating narrative, though. Yeah. So uh, here's here's one from a guy named Big Boy Ra- Orth. I don't really no, know. No, it's Big Boy Byorth. Okay, so big boy Bjorth. A baffling name, but uh, he says one star uh, three years ago. This is the type of place that literally has one hundred percent markup on their products. I bought a three hundred dollar vacuum here, only to find out later it was actually a hundred and fifty dollar vacuum. I returned to the store, was met with criticism and disrespect. Do not shop here. The store owner is a bad owners is a bad person. Uh, and then they responded with, uh, internet price was not even the same model and was unwarrantable. So I kind of, I would believe that that, that is probably inaccurate. Well, but I want to call this one out for a second because the review was placed three years ago, but the response is nine, nine months, months ago. ago. And the reviewer never mentioned what the model was, and also the reviewer's name is Big Boy Bjorth. <laughs> so you can't look his name. Yeah, okay. So maybe it's not. Maybe it is fiction. I feel like this is just the owner's trying to cover his ass, but doesn't realize that it shows the disparity in the years. This was <laughs> over two years later that he finally res- responded. See, that's a good point because I didn't look at that because I yeah. was I was thinking the the owner was being reasonable. In this one. this like, next okay. one's this next one's really interesting though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this next one's from an account named A Stokes. Uh, that's another one-star review. It says, I bought a package of Kirby bags. Seems like a lot of people are going there for their Kirby bags. Yeah, it's a Kirby place. I guess. Uh, I, I bought a package of Kirby bags there. He charged me for $29.99 for one package of three. I found out online I can pay $13.99 for a package of bags. I don't recommend you go there anytime soon. There's 200% markups on his products. Now, before we go any further, that's a... Pretty cut and dry complaint. Yeah. He gave the price at the store. He gave the price online. So I feel like this guy's got to have some real hard evidence to refute this. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the uh, the owner responds with, uh, "This is the wife of Todd Chemister, <laughs> a failed business person. He left Lincoln, Nebraska, in the middle of the night when he was." <laughs> it's the same thing from the all the other stuff. It's, but this time it's the, this time it's the wife. No, it's apparently the wife. I don't know how it's the, turned into the wife of Todd Chemister. Yeah, I don't know how that. 
the owner knows that this is the wife. Also, here's another uh, time disparity. This review was from two years ago, and the response was a, another nine months ago. It seems like all the responses are from nine months ago. It seems like he just realized he could respond. He realized nine months ago that he could respond, and that half of them were Todd Comister related, and the <laughs> other half were just stupid customers. <laughs> uh, so we'll uh, we'll go into these next two, and then we'll move on. Um, so this is from Kenny. Uh, it's a one-star review from three years ago. He says, "I called looking for a filter just now, and the lady said they would be they would have to order it. No biggie, but I need one today." So I thanked her and said, "Have a nice day." I guess she took offense to me and told me to never call back and hung up on me. <laughs> okay, and then the owner says, "This is another time disparity thing where it was uh, the review was three years ago. The response was nine months ago, and it said she said she will call you back when it's in." So I don't know how he would have known that. Yeah, so over two years later, he replies and says, She said we will call you back. <laughs> and it's already been over two years, and apparently the call back has not been placed. And also he said that he needed it today, so it's like it doesn't even matter what she said. You just could have been just like, okay, have a nice day. So three years ago, Kenny needed it today, and then nine months ago, the owner said, It's fine, she's going to call you back. <laughs> They're very timely about their, uh, you know, uh, responses. Anyway, so this one's from a, a account called Jay Tierney, uh, and it's a one-star review. It just says, bad service, wasn't honest about the repair. The response is the same thing. Uh, this is a one-star review were caused by this disturbed poster, Todd Chemister. Another thing where this was two years ago, so I don't know why all of these reviews spanning at least three years were from Todd Chemister. This one's really good. Yeah, actually. I like this next one a lot. Uh, the next one's from another account named Robert, and it's uh, one star, no review, it's just a rating, and the owner responded, uh, our records do not indicate a customer by this name. So based on this, this post was matched and traced to a previous post by Todd Comister. By Todd Comister. So the owner said, so first off, the owner, well, so the owner said it was traced to Todd Comister, but also said it's based that was on based the on the fact that the records do not indicate a customer by that name. And I think the real kicker is the name of the account, the first name is Robert, the last name is Ohog59. Ohog59. <laughs> So he checked the records for Robert Ohog 59, which, by the way, that's not even a review. It's just one star yeah. with no review, and said, Robert Ohog 59, which is definitely a real name of a person, is not in our database. Therefore, this is Todd Comister. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... That's an open and shut case right there. I don't... <laughs> it's baffling. And he responds the same way to all of the one-star ratings. It, this is probably the only company that I've seen that has a 100% response like rating. They they do not leave any posts unresponded to. Which you got to respect that. It's un unreal how on most of the positive reviews they just put the the the, the, the boilerplate about the but, five star vacuum company better business bureau bags belt service. Yeah, I mean they're really big into this A plus rating that they have by the Better Business Bureau. Which, it, I don't know if that's even true. I mean, we could probably look it up. Yeah. Let's see. Vacuum Company Lincoln. The vacuum. You're using the caps lock. That's key. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's how it's stylized. Yeah, you got you to gotta type it just right. I'm also going to put Lincoln in uh, all caps. Yeah. 
We're walking onto the uh, Better Business Bureau archives right now. BBB. Maybe yeah. he's talking about the Big Baller brand. The Big Baller brand? Yeah. I, I mean, the website shows that there are five-star customer reviewed. We're on BBB. An average of one customer We're review. On, but they have the A-plus rating on BBB.org. They do. So you can't argue with that. They are not lying, supposedly, but they also have zero complaints, which... I don't know. It's also not accredited, so like the A plus rating is basically given to them by themselves because they haven't been actually reviewed by them. But it's also worth noting it's 2018. People don't post reviews on Better Business Bureau; they post reviews on Google. That is also true. That's why we're. That's why this podcast focuses only on Google reviews. So a couple of times we noticed that the some of the reviewers were referring to a man named Corky. Uh, it turns out that is the principal contact person and the customer contact and the owner. So, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, this guy's crazy. Um, the business was started in 1980, though. It's been around a while. 1999, I thought. Oh, business. No, that was when the BBB file opened. Oh, okay. You got to be clear here. 38 years in business. Congratulations to the vacuum company. <laughs> Todd Comister is trying to make sure they don't get to 40, but <laughs> not if they have anything to say about it. <laughs> Uh, but the according to the reviews, the sheriff is still looking for him. Yeah, that is true. Nine months ago, maybe I hope the sheriff got him. Yeah, somebody checks CNN on that one. <laughs> Alrighty, well, I think we're gonna take a bit of a break here. I gotta uh, get another water. Um, yeah, same here. We only drink water on this show. Yeah, uh, but we will be right back with more Google reviews. Okay, now we're back. Welcome um, back. Yeah, welcome back. So uh, we just finished talking about the vacuum store, which is a bizarre and baffling company. The Todd Comister saga. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I hope. I hope that county sheriff got him. So now we're moving. We're going back north of the plat here. We're going back up to Omaha, uh, and we're going to a little country club up in West Omaha called uh, Shadow Ridge Country Club. Now, uh, you might just be thinking, oh, this is just a golf course. It's not going to be very interesting. Well, there's uh, quite a few really great um, responses. There's some controversy at this golf course. Let's just say that. So the person who runs Shadow Ridge isn't nearly as consistent with his reviews as responses responses, uh, as uh, the vacuum store is. Uh I mean, we can just look at this guy, the Golden Warrior of Light, who respond, who gave a one star review, which is a good re- good username for yeah. somebody who reviews businesses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Golden Warrior of Light. If he doesn't give you the seal of approval, like he's fighting the battle, and he's only given two reviews. So this guy, <laughs> uh, this guy's stingy. I mean, this golf course must have really, you know, ruffled his feathers if they only gave it a one star review. So two months ago, we said. Uh, there was geese poop on the golf course, which, I mean, is not an uncommon thing, but also two months ago would have been, what, October? So it would have been the end of the season anyway. Also, this, this for context, Shadow Ridge is under construction and is not not available for play, so I don't know what his deal is. So During the time that he posted the review, yes. it was not available. Yes. Uh, so, I guess, no, the back nine wasn't. Anyway, so... Uh, uh, the uh, he says the the bunkers had uh, oh my goodness I'm just gonna start over there was geese poop on the golf course and the bunkers the pool had algae the entire front nine of the golf course took until the end of summer to open it seemed as if workers kept being replaced or quitting not satisfied with my experience and I do not recommend golfing there I highly recommend looking somewhere else I feel like the the issues got bigger as he went on. He he led. I feel like he buried the lead by starting out with the geese poop. Yeah, 
Like that seems you know that happens, but then then he said that it took an entire summer for half of it to even open. Well, that's that's kind of what I was talking about a little bit earlier about how um, the golf course was under construction. Uh, that it was the whole shebang, but they opened the front nine at the end of the summer. Uh-huh. So it was it was mostly closed from what I understand for the majority of the summer. So um, don't really know why he's complaining that much. Uh, also. Um, you know, he's. I don't know what he's implying with how the workers kept getting replaced or quitting. Also, two months ago in October, the uh, pool was not open, so I don't know how he would have known that there was algae in the pool. Unless he's reviewing it from before they closed, which wouldn't make sense because the point of closing was probably to improve it. Well, so that wouldn't even add up. I mean, they closed the pool at the end, like they close the pool after Labor Day generally. That's how most country clubs do it, just yeah. because it's the like the fall time and nobody wants to go swimming when it's like 50 degrees outside. It's not adding up, is what I say. Yeah. I don't think this is adding don't up. Don't know how, how good of a source the Golden Warrior of Lights review is if you're trying to decide whether or not we want to uh, uh, go here or not. So this next review has a pretty lengthy response from the owner. Uh, the review is from a man named Keith. And uh, it's a one-star review, and it says, I was there for a concert. Blue Moon Ghetto was great. I guess that's probably the name of the band. I haven't seen them in years. The venue was horrible. Packed is an understatement. All food and drinks needed tickets. Must I say more? Lines galore? I don't know what that... Oh. Yeah. Must I say more? Question mark? Lines Lines galore. galore, Even though there was no question mark in it. It was one sentence and it ended with a period. And he also said, must I say more? And then he did say more. Yeah, then he said lines galore. Which (laughs) Which is more. Yeah. So the the owner responded with, Keith, we are sorry to hear that. Uh, It was a sold-out event. The venue was definitely full. Next year's event won't allow for outside chairs and folks will be able to reserve seats near the stage so those that want to... Basically, it's corporate bullshit. But the next... Yeah, so first they start out by saying they're going to make improvements. Yeah, the next... uh, the next paragraph is pretty good. That being said, Big Head's Todd's Todd's management and uh, band members were extremely complimentary of the festival's organization and said on multiple occasions that this was the most organized first-time event that they ever played. I don't know what that means, and I don't first-time know. event was this the, well, is the oh, first time okay. hosting an event. I, what does they mean? So I guess I don't know who Big Head Todd it's not the, is. Yeah, what is Big... Because the reviewer said Blue Moon Ghetto. Yeah. And then the owner said Big Head Todd. I wonder if Big Head Todd was like the headliner and Blue Moon Ghetto is like one of the sub bands or yeah, something Yeah, this like is that? a concert where they only allow bands with three words and the first word starts with a B. <laughs> so I'm going to do a little bit of research. I want to see who Blue Moon Ghetto is. It seems like it's a decently... It's a uh, rock. It's a rock band. We know that much. Yeah, uh, there's only one member. It's Bruce Coddington. It's an Omaha band. Oh, okay. it says there. They have an article on Omaha.com. So that makes sense. So Blue Moon Ghetto is an Omaha band, which I kind of guessed. There looks like a like an indie band, but for guys who are like in their like late 30s and wear like Volcom t-shirts. Yeah, but what about Big Head? Todd? Big Head Todd. Is this related to Todd? The Todd from the what was that guy's name? Uh, Todd Chemistry. Yeah, that? it could be. Okay, so Big Head Todd and the Monsters appears to be the band that they were talking and about. And they're from Colorado, yeah. so... And they formed in 1984. They're also a rock band, so that doesn't tell me much about their type of music. But they were but, probably the headliner, and Blue Moon Ghetto would have been the local opener. Yeah, so basically it seems like uh, Shadow Ridge put on some kind of festival this summer, 
that according that didn't that didn't really hold up to Keith's expectations. Two big old long lines. It was crowded, and you know everything needed tickets. Yeah, you couldn't pay with cash. How many tickets? You got you put you got to buy tickets to get in, and then they say <laughs> there's more tickets. I thought my I thought I had enough tickets. What do I got to do? Ticket go back to Ticketmaster? I guess you have to go Ticketmaster and get more tickets if you want to go get some food and drink. Yeah. So you know it it was kind of a it's kind of a weird response to be like actually Big Head Todd said that we did a really good job. So. Yeah, the first paragraph was. Okay, we admit it was shitty and we'll do better next year. But then the second paragraph was actually Big Head Todd said it kicked ass. And Big Head Todd, <laughs> Big Head Todd is a rock band that's been around since 1984. You're just some guy named Keith. <laughs> now Keith is a local guide. He's a local guide, Give which him props is hard for to get. That, which I don't even know. What, do you have to post a bunch of photos or something? You, so like in on like Google or like Gmail accounts or whatever have like a point system. Uh-huh. Where like you'll get points based on if you do like reviews or ratings or do surveys it's like or achievements. answers. It's like an achievements on your Xbox. Well, it's more like gamer score on oh, your Xbox. Oh yeah, yeah, Xbox yeah. Live. But it, I'd call it Google score. Google uh, Live. Yeah. So once you get 250 points, I think it's something like that. Uh, then you get the title local guide, which doesn't mean a goddamn thing. So is it purely grind based? There's yeah. no skill involved. Yeah, and I mean there's there's different ways to grind that out with points yeah. and stuff. Mostly our answers, it seems like, are the big ones because that's what most people have. Yeah, that would make sense. These people so these people are really by being a part of the Google community, they're really just playing some sort of like an MMORPG in a sense. Yeah, but it it, it you know culminates in uh, reviewing and being stupid online. So I guess you're right. It is an MMORPG. Exactly. Um, so we're going to go down to the next one, and this is where the uh, just ridiculousness comes just full force. Anyway, so it's a review from a man named Chef Goof which sounds like a real person's name to me. And it's a one-star review of a, from 11 months ago, and it just says, really expensive. And then there's a picture of a sunset, presumably on the golf course. Actually, I know it's on the golf course, because I've been there, and that's what this is. Oh, yeah. So, uh, anyway, so it's a nice picture of a sunset. It says, really expensive. And uh, the owner responded, because, you know, the owner wants to clear his name for all those one-star reviews. And it says, this is clearly a fictitious and inappropriate review left by someone who has never set foot in our establishment nor has any grounds to rate their experience here at Shadow Ridge. He is mad online. Yeah. Uh, in the interest of fairness and accuracy, Shadow Ridge is in the process of having this rating removed. Well, that was, so, that was a year ago, <laughs> and the review is still up. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that this person probably proved that he was there by the picture on the golf course since you are allowed to edit your review after you post it which would explain why the it's 11 months ago instead of a year that's probably like the edited date yeah makes sense because yeah the the response from owner was before the uh the edit took place yeah yeah so but how is it clearly fictitious and inappropriate when literally all it says is really expensive. So this is this is why uh, I wanted to read some of the vacuum store one. Yeah. So it seems that people that own businesses and go on Google reviews assume immediately that if somebody doesn't use their real name on Google reviews, uh, that they are a fake person and didn't actually go to the place. That makes sense because nobody would ever post something online under a fake name. Yeah. If you do it, you're discredited immediately. You're making shit up. Exactly. That's why it's so important to always use your first, full, and last name whenever you're on Google. When you do anything online. Yeah. 
especially also provide your credit card information. Yeah. Anyway, so put that, that in your username. That just seems like a really rude outburst and being you know just just awful. But you know it doesn't seem he had like a little bit of grounds, I guess, to like assume that maybe this person didn't go there. Not maybe to the extent to be like this is clearly fictitious and inappropriate. Hey, Chef Goof is a local guide. Anyway, so we're going to go down to the next person. Another local guide, her name's Maggie, uh, and she's got a little bit of a lengthy review. Uh, she gave this one two stars, so it's a little bit better than the last couple. Uh, and she says, This doesn't speak to the facilities, but the owners and culture at Shadow Ridge. I recently wrote a review, and the owner, or someone writing on their behalf, replied by calling me, quote, ignorant and uneducated and told me quote you're not a golfer if they are willing to treat customers this way in private i worry for what their employees must go through when there's no one else around to hear so the owner responded saying again your review was not serious applicable or legitimate it made absolutely no sense in context to the services or amenities that we offer your name is not in our membership database and we have no record of you actually using the club so uh, yeah, the the owner is still clearly mad and online. There were a lot of lines of attack here because it started out, Maggie said that she was called ignorant and uneducated and not a golfer, but then it went on to the owner accusing her of not even being a member of the club. <laughs> also, I just want to say, in the context of, of country clubs, calling someone not a golfer has to be one of the biggest insults. Yeah, I think I was talking with you uh a while ago about somebody calling me that saying that I wasn't a golfer. Yeah. Except they were apparently quoting the movie The Big Lebowski. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. That movie's about bowling. Yeah. Well, I, it, there's bowling in it. <laughs> there, there is bowling in that movie. I've seen the bowling parts. Yeah, I think it's more about, like, an alcoholic dumbass who, like, falls face first into a bunch of problems that he's like, oh, I'm too chill to deal with these. I watched the bowling cut. No. The, the one that's only bowling scenes? Yeah. It's a much different Actually, movie. I think I was just watching bowling on ESPN. I don't even think it was the Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to jump in for a second and talk about the kind of the psychology and the motivation of owners replying to <laughs> reviews. Is it is it a calculated move on their part that they think by discrediting the review they make their business look better, or is it just like a personal vengeance kind of a thing? I mean, or a mix of both. As far as like these types of reviews, so I think there's two types of owners who respond. Um, I guess specifically to negative reviews, because um, a lot of owners will respond to like positive ones and just be like, "Oh, thank you." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. Um, but like, or they respond and say, "Thank you." That's why we're a plus on the Better Business Bureau. Yeah. So like the negative, like re- reply guys, if you will, mm-hmm. they uh, they kind of get off on either two different camps, and one is like a personal like attack deal where they think that the person's like saying like, "Oh, this person sucks," blah blah blah, like they don't know how to run a business, or like B, they're trying to like get knowledge on how to improve like their overall business practices. Pe- people who basically take it personal and people who don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um. There's definitely a lot of people that just have a copy-paste response to bad reviews on Google Reviews. Uh-huh. And that's just like, a, oh, sorry, you had a bad experience. What can we do to make it better? If you could email us, please you know, reconsider coming to our establishment again or something to that extent. But there's some people that reply as if they're like arguing with their relatives on Facebook. Yeah, which is this guy at Shadow Ridge who clearly has a lot of pride in his business, which not anything necessarily negative about that. Yeah. I think it's a little weird. But Because um, you could see, I mean, I can understand the discrediting strategy. Maybe they think it makes their business look better if 
someone goes on and is like, well, what are the people saying on these one-star reviews? And, they, and then it's just responding, this review is fake, this review is <laughs> fake. But a lot of the wording of these seems to go beyond that, just being a practical strategy, and they really seem to be taking it personally and sort of going for the personal attacks. Yeah. Ignorant, and, uneducated, not yeah. a golfer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's taken it a little far, Shadow Ridge. Yeah, I think the Shadow Ridge needs to be canceled publicly. Um, I don't know what this... This is a four-star review from a man named... Oh, never mind. That's Spanish. I was going to say, I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah, yeah. But then I was I was like, oh, it's a different language. Anyway, so that's Shadow Ridge. We're going to go ahead and move on here. We're going to go to a suggestion that Nolan gave me, which was the Dave & Buster's reviews. Yeah, I went to Dave & Buster's in Omaha for the first time about a year ago, and I had to check the reviews first. <laughs> I had to know what it was going to be like, and uh, you know, I found more than I expected. In positive and negative. I gotta say, we haven't looked at a lot of positive reviews so far, but some of the positive reviews are very interesting on these as well. So, so yeah, this is one of the cases that I will want to look at the five star reviews. Things like cable companies are another good place for five star reviews. Because why would anyone? <laughs> what is the motive of anyone giving a cable company a five star review? It's mostly like, oh, these people get a bad rap. I'm, yeah. here's, I'm just doing my part. Who who is going online to defend Spectrum? <laughs> Um, so I'm trying to find one that maybe isn't a paragraph long, but it seems like the Dave & Buster's owner also has a stock response, and it's mostly just, we're sorry to hear about your recent visit. Well, and, the, and the stock response says every time, please contact our corporate office in Dallas, Texas, <laughs> which seems like too impersonal to me. Like, I feel like if I'm sending my complaints to Dave & Buster's international headquarters in Dallas, Texas... It's not going to get back to the David Busters in Omaha, Nebraska. I feel like there's a low chance of that. I mean, it could. (laughs) (laughs) Can't argue with that. It could. So I haven't read any of these reviews, so I'm just going to kind of go off the cuff here and see if I can find one that maybe is kind of funny. Let's see. This is from Jason. Uh, to one star review says, ask the manager to change the football game on one of the TVs. The game was Patriots against Titans. I wanted to see Bears versus Lions. So this guy's a football guy. Yeah, he knows he knows the teams. He also says that Chicago is more of a local team than the Patriots. So both are not f- from Omaha. Yeah. So neither are more local than the other. Chicago might be closer. I agree. Geographically, it's closer, but like but, I don't think there's really a Bears presence here in in Nebraska any more than there is a Patriots. Yeah. And I mean, there may be more Patriots fans just because that. That's a good team. Yeah, that, a better team. That it, than the I mean, that's generally how like pro football goes yeah. in our region. Yeah. So uh, it says nobody was sitting in the area at all, and the game was half over. The manager said no, and these TVs are set for a reason. So um, I like it seems like a harsh response, but like you know that's probably the truth. It, it is a corporate owned business, so they might have some you know set practices or whatever that they can't change TV channels. I don't really believe that they do, but they might. Um, the only place that Chicago was on was at the bar. I came here to watch the game as my kids play video games. Still don't know why you couldn't just sit at the bar and do that. Uh, I will never come back on Sunday to watch an NFL game again. So there's a couple things about this that I kind of picked out while I was reading it. So he said that he came here to watch the game as his kids played video games. But then he also states that he will never come there on a Sunday to watch NFL. So... He'll come back for his kids to play video games again. His big issue is one. the reason he gave this the lowest rating you could get is because he couldn't watch his football game. Right. He didn't really comment on... Well, that's the thing. He didn't comment... So we're talking one-star review. He didn't comment on the food quality. 
He didn't comment on the game quality. Yeah. What did Jason do if the game wasn't on? Did he go play some of the games with his kids? Honestly, if he's a, if he's a good dad, I feel like he should go. He should go play skee ball with them. Yeah, honestly, he sounds like a giant piece of shit who just wants to watch football and he's like, hey, "Kids, go fuck off and go play your freaking video games." Uh, so all around, giving Jason the official bad dad of the week. Bad Dad of the Week award on the podcast. Yeah, also, the fucking Bears suck. Go to hell. Uh, the Patriots are way better than the Bears. I don't even like the Patriots, but the Bears suck ass. Let's uh, go to the go to the positive reviews because there's some people out there. Let me just say there's people out there that are they very lo- they're, enthusiastic. They're D&B heads. They're D&B fans. I've been real. on the subreddit before. I, I know a little bit. So this one's from Alexis. She gives it five stars. It's from about a week ago. She says, great place for family and fun. Plenty of classic American food options that were served quickly and with pleasant customer service. There's a wide variety of games that are all well kept. I didn't sing a, see a single out-of-order game. Now that sounds just straight up like stock corporate boilerplate hits all the bullet points <laughs> classic american food options do you ever go do you ever go to a restaurant and after you ate you say wow that restaurant had a lot of classic american <laughs> food options what does that even mean when i when i go to a restaurant the first thing i look is on their menu and i think Wow, this is a classic American food. Yeah, and I actually prefer not to even look at the menu. I just look the waiter in the eye and I say, what classic American food <laughs> options do you have available? Yeah, uh, you know, so when I think of classic American food, I think of uh, I think of burgers, I think of ice cream, and I think of hot dogs. Yeah, I want all three of those. Yeah, which I don't think they sell hot dogs, but I do think they sell burgers and ice cream at Dave & Buster's. Yeah, anyway, I'm just saying, I feel like that review's not raw enough. It sounds very, like, PR. Yeah, it's Alexis, got a lot of buzzwords. Do better. Yeah. Um, let's. I'm just going to scroll down a little bit and see what I can find. I want somebody just like blowing their load over all over David <laughs> Buster's. Uh, let's see here. All right, this looks great. Uh, this is from Secret Kid, five star review. Uh, it was an amazing experience. I know that the games are tested because I saw staff testing them. I don't know what that means. Well, okay, then he continues the. <laughs> it was super fun. Let me. That's a that's a sentence. That's the same sentence. Was it fun to watch the the, the employees test the game? This is a quote from Secret Kid. I saw staff testing them. It was super fun. <laughs> so he thought it was super fun to watch the staff test the games. <laughs> I don't know what kind of enjoyment. That seems like some kind of weird, like voyeuristic thing. I don't know if I, I don't know if I approve of that. But did he just like watching them like roll the ski balls up the ramp or I something? Yes. I mean, maybe he liked watching all the tickets come out of this thing. But yeah. yeah. Um, so going on in his review. Uh, and there are different games to play for whatever you like. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's great. But then he says there was no one at the VR simulator. And that was the only bad side. So. What is that? I've been to this Dave and Buster's. Do you have to? Is the does the VR simulator have to be manned? That's kind of my thing. So this was a month ago when we went to Dave and Buster's. I don't remember there being a VR simulator. Well, there were like capsules you could go inside, and it was like Star Wars or something. I don't know if that qualifies as VR though. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's like a new thing or if he's referring to that because there is like one game that you put like a helmet on. Yeah, and then you could like go around like you're flying an airplane or whatever. Um, Maybe they need like a yeah. There must be one that they needs like a staff member present. I don't. That's kind of weird, but yeah, I don't know. But either that or maybe he was like disappointed that there were no other kids there playing 
the secret VR game. <laughs> <laughs> he thought that they were supposed to... Is this some kind of a team effort or something? Yeah, I guess you don't really know what that means. But nonetheless, despite that he gave some constructive criticism, he did still give it five stars. Yeah, and then he got a little bit of response from the owner. It said, Secret Kid, score! Glad you spent your day the right way. And there's a ton of emojis at this point. So that was made. a score. So he did it right. Which sounds like a personal response until I see that the next th- two reviews <laughs> have the exact same response. Yeah. Score! Glad you spent your day the right way. <laughs> with the same emojis. So I feel like that it's really, I mean, here's the thing being an owner of a Dave and Buster's is like one of the hardest jobs you can do. It's like being a mother. Yeah, exactly. So when you get the opportunity to cheese out some responses to like some positive reviews, you're like, I'm just going to copy paste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't argue with that. So, um, going down here, uh, I'm trying to just find something that has yeah, like I like a, the one up there from uh, from James, who says five stars, and James says my, my wife, wife and I's go to place for fun, <laughs> and that's the entire review. Oh man, I wish that my wife really enjoyed going to uh, Dave and Buster's. I wish I freaking had a wife to begin with. Dang. Yeah, that's a bit of a of, a, of an advertisement on this. Uh, that's something else. But uh, so he got the same response that Seeker Kid did, which was James score. Glad you spent your day the right way. And the reviews implies that he goes there often, so he didn't really talk about spending a specific day there. <laughs> He's just saying I like I like going to D and B's, which more power to him. I like going to D and B's too. It's a great place for games, grub, and girls. If you're above 18. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I'd call it my go-to place for fun, but it is a place to go to for fun. Yeah. I did have fun the last time I went, which was a year ago. Exactly. Uh, So I want to go up here really quick just because it is a different response from the owner. Uh, Michelle says uh, five stars. Great time for fun with the family or just hang out with friends. The food is amazing. Amazing. The owner says thank you so much for the awesome review and the perfect five stars. We can't wait to have fun with you again soon. If I go to Dave and Buster's, I feel like I'm having fun with myself and my friends. I don't know that I'm having fun with the owner of the establishment. Yeah, I'm definitely like the persons that I least want to hang out with when I'm at Dave and Buster's are the employees, which sounds harsh. I'm very pro worker. I think that they deserve a, a you know a living wage or whatever. But I don't know if I want to have fun with them. Yeah, they don't need to hang out with me. Yeah, could you um. Go, uh, go up and actually look at. The, can you start by oldest review? Yeah, I want to see some of the old school reviews. So some of the original reviews. Let's the original see. when this place first. So opened. it doesn't look like I can. You actually can't do that. <laughs> Never mind. So Google, yeah, Google do better. The only ways I can sort the reviews here's just a little peek behind the curtain are by most relevant, newest. Highest rating and lowest rating. So maybe if I went to newest and just scrolled down a bunch. Yeah, get your scrolling finger ready. So, yeah. Folks, I just want to tell you, you can do this at home. It's not like this is some kind of special uh, special CEO dashboard that we have here. We're not in, like, admin mode. You can do this with us if you really want to. I'm not going to include any of the links. Follow along if you'd like. I'm not going to include any of the links, but if you just go to Google Maps, find Dave and Buster's on the map, you cannot just type it in. There was one I like. Can you scroll up a a few? Uh, There was one very short one. Uh, A little more. Uh, A little more. Uh, you know, a little more. Uh, you know, a little more. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I see the one. Is it this one from Frank? Yeah, four Frank stars. here. He gives it four out of five stars. That's pretty good. Read the review. He says, uh, just four out of five stars, go on Wednesdays. That's the whole review is just go on Wednesdays. <laughs> is there a special Wednesday night or is it like a just they're not busy? I think it... So, remember when you sent those links to the Dave and Buster's subreddit where they were talking about how you can get, like, the most bang for your buck? Like, 
$80 worth of games for $20. Oh, yeah. I think Wednesdays might be the half-price game. So day. Frank might be one of those hardcore D&B heads who's really looking to, to maximize his, uh, his, his earning potential. Uh, yeah, I think that you might be right, um, and I think he might be right. You know, I've never been to Dave and Buster's on a Wednesday. This is an official shout out. Go to Dave and Buster's on Wednesdays. <laughs> Maybe we should try going. If you're listening, if you're listening to this podcast on a Wednesday, turn it off and go to Dave and Buster's. Wednesdays are officially Dave and Buster's days. Take your family out to Dave and Buster's and spend a hundred dollars on games and stuff. Yeah. And then you could turn a profit by selling Chinese finger traps online that you get there in bulk. Yeah, that's a, a pro tip from the expert. Oh, here's another good one. Five stars from Astrid and Abe C. And uh, it just says, fun times. So That's all the review <laughs> says, just fun times. Yep, that's it. Uh, okay, so it's here's one from Bonnie, five stars. It says, better than the Amazing Pizza Machine. So if you're not familiar, the Amazing Pizza Machine is a arcade buffet-style restaurant, kind of similar to Chuck E. Cheese, but on, like, a massive scale. See, Dave & Buster's seems more like adult, like, yeah. folk. Like, Dave & Buster's, like, kids can go there, but Dave, I feel like Dave & Buster's message to the adults is, hey, you can go here without your kids and you'll still have a great time. Yeah, so I, that's kind of where I was going. So, like, the Amazing Pizza Machine, as far as I know, doesn't have a liquor license. Whereas right. the big draw for Dave & Buster's is you can get yourself... A pitcher of beer, and you can hang out with your buddies. You can bring it out on the games floor. Yeah, you can take your coworkers there for a nice night after work, um, and then have a fun, fun time. Whereas the Amazing Pizza Machine, pretty much geared mostly, if not entirely, towards children. Yeah, you can eat pizza. You can. You can also ride the go karts, which I have at the Amazing Pizza Machine. So, not sure if it's kind of more like comparing apples to oranges with that review. Bonnie, maybe you should go get checked out in the hospital. I don't know. Exactly. Uh, so, I'm just going to keep on scrolling a little bit here. There was a two-star one up here. That that's interesting. You know, most are the ones are either one-star or five-star. It's interesting when you get the two-star. Yeah, that's, I mean, the way I think is kind of in black and white. Like, did I like it or did I not like it? That's why YouTube went to the thumbs-up, thumbs-down yeah, system. Honestly, I feel like as a, as a more... Uh, it's a more superior system just because um, it, it, it kind of just lets the creator know, like, okay, I had a good time or okay, I had a bad time. Not like, oh, I kind of had a bad time. Yeah, but when you go to Dave & Buster, there's a lot of layers to your experience. There you is know? a lot of layers. Because it's games, food, and sports. Yeah, and beers, too. And beers. 21. What is that, four different layers? That's four layers, which They're- is... Bathrooms. That's the fifth one. So you get once if you go to David Buster's, you get one star for each of them. The bathrooms at David Buster's are ridiculous. So this review from AT here, I don't know. He gave it two stars. I don't know which of the two aspects were the ones that he approved of. Maybe it was the bathrooms and the beer or something. But in so, any sense, so yeah, AT gave it a two star review. He said, "Let's the, explore." He said the food was great. That's one layer. The games were okay, not what the commercials portrayed. Which, Those commercials look pretty fun. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm not sure what he was expecting with the. I mean, there were games there, right? The, the commercials do show games. <laughs> Maybe I feel like this is more on a on AT himself. I feel like what he's saying is the people are having fun in the commercials and he wasn't having fun there. But I feel like that's more of a problem on his end. Yeah, I think maybe he should suck it up and fucking learn how to have a good time. Anyway, so uh, his biggest problem, he says, my biggest problem was they messed up our order. Spelled order with two E's instead of an E-R. So we ordered chips and salsa. Well, they brought out queso but charged us for it. Okay. They also brought out more chips and salsa, but again, charged us for the additional chips and salsa when we didn't ask for it. It seems very deceiving. So now, I've been to a lot of restaurants. 
I feel like most restaurants are not trying to deceive you. <laughs> Generally, especially because the waiters are normally working for a tip, they'll usually try to do whatever they can to make it better for you. They're not trying to trick you and make you have a bad time. <laughs> so I get the impression that maybe AT didn't bring this up. Instead, he just went straight to his phone and typed out a Google review. So that this that's kind of a, a common thread between a lot of people who get like a the wrong order at McDonald's or something like that. They uh, go on in the review to say the employees were deceiving or the employees were thieves or something like that. And see, I can kind of understand that for McDonald's because maybe you went through the drive-thru and then you drove away. But at a sit-down restaurant, do you just sit there the whole time thinking, God damn it, they deceived me, (laughs) while the waiter just keeps coming back and saying, how is everything? And you say, oh, it's fine. But then you go to your phone and say, they were deceiving. (laughs) Like, that seems like... That doesn't add up to me. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're but right. But you're right. Most a lot of people who go on to Google reviews like to assume that there's some kind of ulterior motive at play. <laughs> That's definitely uh, I think they, they're quick to jump to assumptions here. Let's see. This one looks good. Yeah, I like this one a lot from Alyssa. She's a uh, local guide. Yeah, I'm gonna let you read this one. I'm gonna grab something really quick. No problem. Uh, Alyssa says much fun to be had. The games are modern, relevant, and kept up exceptionally well. So, the games are relevant. Don't you hate it when you go to a place like Dave and Buster's and you see a bunch of games and they're just they're modern, they're kept up, but they're irrelevant. There's nothing worse than playing irrelevant games. That's you, true. You you go to the place at Dave and Buster's and it's like a sports place, but all the games are themed around like uh, taxes or like accounting. Well, or what something. if like all the games are like Tetris or whatever? It's freaking 2018. Yeah, the, Tetris is no longer relevant. Uh, she also says the mixed drinks are creative and tasty. That's cool. They run an average of ten dollars a drink, but the amount of alcohol is fair. That's that's all good. Slight negative, though. Yeah. D&B's is definitely an expensive date night. Loading up a card with about 500 points had us there for like three hours, but we did have a great time. Now, now, time out here. She says it's an expensive date night, but then she says they they put 500 points, they were there for three hours, and they, had a, and they did have a great time. I feel like most... That, that's a lo- that's a long time to spend there, is it not? Three hours is a long time to spend at one establishment. I think when we went last year was uh, for that birthday party we were at. We had a pretty large group of people. I don't think we were there for more than an hour and a half. Yeah, so I mean, like expensive. I guess that makes sense. It was an expensive trip. So. But she says she was there for three hours and she had a great time. So I, that I, still sounds pretty good. Here's my my thing with 500 points. I'm curious how much money that is. So I'm gonna go real quick to Google. We're gonna here. look at the 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 latest 2018 conversion rate. How much? Dave and Buster's points to the U.S. American dollar. How much is 500 Dave and Buster's? Yeah, I assume it's on all the major stock exchanges. Yeah. Uh, the Dave and Buster's exchange rate up to the minute. Did you look at this? How much is 500 <laughs> Dave and Buster's points cost? Now, Damn, if, I'm a if I was running Google, you'd get the result immediately from their automatic calculator. Yeah, I would. It would have its you know. Stock I don't like that they're making thing. you read about the power card. Uh, so it's trying to teach me about the power card. I would much rather just see how much points are. We might actually. I wonder if the oh they have it right there. Okay, so fifty dollars is three hundred. So I would assume that five hundred should be like. 70 or mega mega chips so 750 75 dollars is 550 so it's about 70 bucks for 500 cards 500 so points she's saying they spent about set well, that's that, that is a lot of money 70 dollars is a lot of money to spend at an arcade an arcade but also three hours is a lot of time to spend in an arcade that so is like, true i feel like i'm not sure what i'm not sure what to make of that <laughs> so 
Uh, Dave and Buster's is a great place to go if you have seventy dollars to blow on games and three hours to kill, and I guess another probably forty to spend on your meal between two people. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, if you want to spend three hours at Dave & Buster's, just spend 70 bucks on games and dick around the whole night. Now, let's scroll down for a second to Trevor here. Okay, so Trevor had had a two-star time. And uh, he says, do you like to spend $300 on a $20 item? Me too. (laughs) That's the whole review. So I think he's referring to the fact that if you um, are trying to get one of the prizes, let's say a, uh, a, a big Pikachu plushie. Uh, generally, it will cost you a ton of tickets, and he's equating that to $300 worth of tickets, which I don't especially believe is That seems accurate. like an exaggeration, because uh, three... That's insane. Mm. So, if we... Well, who's the last person's name? Oh, Alyssa. Alyssa, If we yeah. compare it to Alyssa's experience, she spent $70 for three hours. He's spending $300, so that's over nine hours. That's like... No, it's over 12 hours. He's there literally all day. So I'd just like to further this point a little bit. So I've gone to Dave & Buster's quite a few times over my life when I, we were growing up. Never spent $300 we there. Would go, I've never spent more than, I mean, on myself, more than $40, $50 on there. And I've gotten plenty of things that were at least $20. Yeah, the thing about Trevor is he's the first person that mentioned the like prize redemption aspect. <laughs> and judging from that, I feel like most people don't go to Dave & Buster's for that. I feel like the prize is more of an, more than anything, it's a souvenir of your time there. He was thinking that he just found a loophole, like a like a glitch in the system, in a way to get a Nintendo Switch for $30. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But then he realized that the Kung Fu Panda game uh, changes its goal point value every time you beat it so that you can't just keep beating the game. See, I feel like most people are there for the experience, but Trevor is really focused on what he's going home with. He's a numbers guy. He's a numbers guy. He's 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 always doing this calculation in his head. Yeah, he's trying to get the best value out of the least amount of things. Yeah. So that's Trevor Collins. Unless he wasn't being sarcastic and he actually does like to spend $300 on a $28 item. Maybe he does. I mean, that's it doesn't seem that He's, way because he gave it two stars. Trevor's a glutton for punishment. Um, so I can't. I, don't, I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to read these people's last names or not. Um, I don't think it matters too much because they're all public. But uh, some of them I have, some of them I haven't. So if uh, you're listening to this and I read your last name, deal with it. Don't put your fucking last name on the internet if you don't want me to read Congratulations. it. Congratulations. Uh, so here's a five-star review. It says, if you're into video games and want to have a good meal, come here. That's simple enough. That's good. Thanks. That's from Matthew. Uh, it's a five-star review from three months ago. I don't know if my recommendation to people that are into video games would be... Because like a lot of the games are even video-based. Yeah, most of them are like skee-ball, where you throw a ball up a thing and you try to get points. Or shoot baskets. I mean, there's a lot There's a lot of video screens, granted, but there's also a lot of like hitting buttons and doing like physical stuff. I feel like that's... That's not for the hard. That's not for the gamers. That is true. Here's another great one. This one's from Eric. It's a five star review. It says, "Grown feller Chuck E. Cheese, amazing <laughs> games and food is very good too." I just want to point out that first thing was one sentence <laughs> with a capital letter and then a period. I feel like this this is a new a new kind of sentence. He says, "Grown feller Chuck E. Cheese." <laughs> Have you ever heard those four words together in your life? I, 
I mean, I know what he was conveying. It was that the, it's a it's a Chuck E. Cheese for old people, right? I just really, but grown feller. I'm not. I'm not criticizing. I just really like the way that he chose to say that. Oh yeah, he's got a way with words. He should be a poet. And also, if you said grown feller Chuck E. Cheese, that almost sounds like a criticism. But then the next line, he says, "Amazing games and food is very good." So he actually loves the concept of a grown feller Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, isn't everyone's dream just to be able to go to Chuck E. Cheese every day for the rest of their life when mm-hmm. you're like six or seven? Yeah, my personal dream has been to go to Chuck E. Cheese as a grown feller. <laughs> that was when I was a kid. I said, "I wish I was a, I wasn't a small feller. I wish I was a grown feller." I read on the Dave and Buster's forums that actually it's not a policy that adults aren't allowed in Chuck E. Cheese, so you can go and try to play the games if you really want to. But like, it probably. I mean, it wouldn't be fun. It, is it? Is it easier if you're an adult, or is it like harder because your hands are too big? Well, I think it's probably the same uh, amount of challenge because most of the games that you can win tickets on are like rigged. So yeah, that's an interesting point. So we're gonna read just a couple of more places. Here's one, uh, or a couple more reviews from Dave and Buster's. Uh, here's a five star review from Steve. It just says "fun place." So there you go. Yeah. Uh, another five-star review from Kevin. He says, uh, best place in town for adult video games and beer. Now I've so, been there. What makes the games adult? So, yeah, the, my, uh, my my biggest issue uh, to this is the word, ad- or I guess the phrase, adult video games. So, um, If I think of that, I think of, like, Grand Theft Auto. Well, have you ever heard of the uh, concept of hentai before? I've, I've heard the word. So it's anime porn, correct? So oh, it's, it's like yeah. Tr- like drawn stuff. And there's yeah. a lot of like different avenues that hentai can go through. And ga- one of them is games. Yeah, so there's um, hentai games, which I would classify as adult video games, as they um, contain a lot of adult content, that being uh, you know full penetration sex. And you're saying with hentai video games existing on the market, Dave & Buster's might not be the best place in town for adult video <laughs> I games. I would honestly say it's probably one of the worst, because there are I've been there, like I said, a numeration of times. And there were no hentai games. There were no adult video games, That uh, the definition being that they show full penetration sex acts. Dave & Buster's does not have any full penetration on display. Yeah, so uh, probably not for adult video games. If you want to say, like, arcade games that adults can play, then yeah, but they're not, yeah. So, Kevin... Highly questionable, Kevin. you got to get out more. Yeah, pretty bad review. Uh, we're going to go down just a few more here to see something... Uh, here's a five-star review from Emily Ritson. She says, uh, had a great time, amazing food, and awesome games. My friend group last go out together because before... What the... (laughs) This sentence is insane. This sentence is a train wreck. My friend group last go out together before college starts was so much fun. Now, I want to point out this... It makes sense because this is before college starts. After after she went to college, she would never write a sentence yeah, like that. She would actually learn how to. Freaking. That's the first thing they cover in college is how to how to write a basic sentence. <laughs> oh, you're right. So that's Dave and Buster's. Well, with that, I think we've covered just about every review I wanted to talk about today. Uh, it was a journey. Yeah, I guess we should wrap up the show here. Um, uh, yeah, so I hope everybody enjoyed getting to ride this uh, review train with me and my friend Nolan. Um, it was awesome just hearing the perspectives from people. You know, we really got to know what people out, real people out, just like you and me out there in the community, have to say about some of the local businesses. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree, and that's why I love uh, Google Reviews. Thank you, Google Reviews. It's the best product that you as a company put out. Yeah, absolutely. No, I... I just wanted to say, you know, it, th- this one was clearly a very locally uh, focused episode as far as uh, 
the city that I took all of the reviews that we got from right. were from both Lincoln and Omaha, and that was it. That guy took a vacation to Maryland, the Trump guy. That is true. We did talk about some places, but... Um, hey, if you have any places in your area that have been getting some exciting comments, hey, send them in. Yeah, if you got any places that you want us to look at that might have some funny reviews, I'll take a look at them. Or some intelligent and highly informative reviews. Yeah, either ones. Um, I mean, they can be both. It's not exclusive. Yeah, so uh, until next time, uh, I've been Jack Gell, and this has been... Nolan Cooney over here. Thank you so much for listening.